Could you say that's the gospel? God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who he is and what he does? Is that the gospel? Well, I have a book on my shelf, and the title of it is God is the Gospel. It's not just the cross. It's the resurrection. It's the ascension. It's creation. It's eternity to eternity. All of that is the good news. Today also we have the, uh, the last section on the rejection of errors in the Canons of Dort for third and fourth head of doctrine. The corruption of man is conversion to God and this manner thereof. And so we have two paragraphs here, paragraphs 8 and 9. I'll read the leader section, if you will please read the, uh, the dark type. The true doctrine having been explained, the synod rejects the errors of those who teach that God in the regeneration of man does not use such powers of his omnipotence as potently and infallibly bend man's will to faith and conversion, but that all the works of grace having been accomplished, which God employs to convert man, man may yet so resist God and the Holy Spirit when God intends man's regeneration and wills to regenerate him, and indeed that man often does so resist that he prevents entirely his regeneration, and that it therefore remains in man's power to be regenerated or not. For this is nothing less than a denial of all the efficiency of God's grace in our conversion, and the subjecting of the working of Almighty God to the will of man, which is contrary to the apostles who teach that we believe according to the working of the strength of his might and that God fulfills every desire of goodness and every work of faith with power and that his divine power has granted unto us all things that pertain to life and God. The synod rejects the errors of those who teach that grace and free will are partial causes which together work the beginning of conversion, and that grace, in order of working, does not precede the working of the will. That is, that God does not efficiently help the will of man unto conversion until the will of man moves and determines to do this. For the ancient church has long ago condemned this doctrine of the Galatians according to the words of the apostle. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that hath mercy. Likewise, for whom make it thee to differ? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? And, for it is God who worketh in you, both to will and to work, for his good pleasure. What is your understanding concerning the grace of God? Almost all of us believe, there are a couple exceptions, but all of us believe that there is such thing as common grace, that God is, is gracious to all. But even this grace 
the question is, is this grace a noun, passive, or a verb, active? In other words, does God just basically put grace out there and just kind of stands back and watches to see what we do with it? Or is he involved? It's a verb. What about special grace? Or the grace of God that results in one's redemption? Is that active or is that passive? The Arminian party, these, these, are, these are quotes we're reading. Okay? This is what the Arminian party came. Came to the synod and said, we want to teach this. Is that okay? This is the response. As you notice the response that you read, what, did, what is it? It's scripture. They came back and said, this is what the Bible teaches. No, you can't teach this because it's not in the Bible. The Armenian party, in order to protect their view of the freedom of man's will, were forced to relegate the grace of God to a noun, to a passive role. Something you can give or you can take, it's all up to you. It's up to man and not God. Man may resist and often resists the will of God. But notice all the texts that were quoted. What says the scripture? It is God who wills. And is God able to do what he wants to happen? Were you here last week during the sermon? The passage that is quoted there, Ephesians 1.19, how many different words does Paul use to describe the power of God? He, he ransacks the dictionary with about four or five words to say, God is all-powerful. I pray to him for you because he is powerful. What does this teaching here say? God is, is powerful, but he waits until you make the first move. Who gets the glory if that's true? Who saved you if that's true? I did. It's my will that gets the glory in heaven. I believe and now I'm saved. Is that, is that the Arminian teaching? That's the Arminian teaching. But what says the scripture? So we turn to the most hated chapter in the Bible. Do you know that there is, the mo at least one author says, the most hated chapter in the Bible. Anybody know where that is? Romans chapter 9, verse 14. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whoever I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whoever I will have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. Are you hearing a kind of a theme this morning? I will, I will, I will, I will. You will say to me then, why does he still find fault? Who can resist his will? But indeed, O oh man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing formed say to him who formed it, why have you made me like this? Does not the potter have power over the clay from the same lump to make one vessel for honor and another to dishonor? What if God wanting to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he had prepared beforehand for glory, even us whom he called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. 
It is of grace. Notice that. Secondly, notice the paragraph 9, another, another error. This energy is referred to as synergism. Synergism? What is it? Together. Jism, working together. What is it saying? I am saved because of what God does and what I do. We work together for my salvation. So it is grace plus faith or works. What was the Reformation's cry? Faith alone, grace alone, Christ alone, to the glory of God alone, to the scriptures alone. What is synergism? Well, that's back across the street. Faith plus works saves you. And the deciding factor is you. You hear that difference? That's what is being taught here. And again, it's referred to as Pelagianism. You ever heard that phrase before, Pelagianism? That was, that was condemned by the church 1,600 years ago. You're saved by works. That's what Pelagianism is. God receives you because you're good, because you've done good things. He loves you because of what you've done for him. Is that the Bible? Are we saved by anything good that we have done? No. No, it is grace is freely given, and it is God actively working. Amen? Amen.